Well, boys and girls, boys and girls, boys and girls, it's uh, first episode, first episode of Franchise and Friends, the podcast that has been described as the Chinese democracy, as the detox album of the uh, of the podcast world. <laughs> the last guardian. <laughs> the last guardian of the podcast world. I've been threatening it for for a number of year, months, if not years now. Interesting little fact. Uh, the same person who said it was the detox album was the person who said it was the Chinese democracy and also the last guardian and that just happens to be me so <laughs> that's how we deal with that but, uh, podcast the one I've been threatening this pulling a nice guy Johnny out of the woodwork with it being friends seeing some sunlight thought I'd draft you in I say sunlight my grim there's a storm coming <laughs> there's a storm coming 100% storm on the way but uh I think it would be remiss of the pair of us not to offer at least a brief a brief fucking acknowledgement of the potential mess that we as a nation have just made of the country. Uh, it's a democratic nation. I'm all for voting. The public has spoken. The public did speak. Whether or not the public have spoken out of turn... <coughs> Remains to be seen. Uh, I uh, <laughs> personally, I think it's a fucking horrible idea. I, I, I can't believe we have been given this decision to make because you know, just how much do we pay people to make these decisions for us? <laughs> fucking hell, man! They're supposed to be experts, you know. But like I said, it's done. What's done is done. We have to make the best of it. <clears throat> we don't have to like it. No, I don't like it at all. And I'm probably going to like it less in about three years' time when I'm unemployed. <laughs> I'm probably going to like it a whole lot less then. And <clears throat> enough fucking bridge burn has been done. Essentially what's happened here is a nation's been divided when the powers that be should have been focusing on uniting the nation or we as a people should have united because the problem in my eyes was always with the government you sort your own house out, get your own fucking house in order before you go stomping off to the EU to say, actually, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm mad about, but it's you for some reason. <laughs> fuck you. I know I don't like it. <laughs> I'm being fucked here. I'm not sure who by, but I'm blaming you. And I know if I tried it, I would like it even less. <laughs> but essentially, I don't want to say too much on it. Because this is not supposed to be a space for political bullshit. This, this no. is supposed to be the idea I had for this podcast. Was I'm a big fan of podcasts, and I'm a big fan of podcasts like the Joe Rogan Experience, where it's free form conversation, and it's 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 things that I love, and it's the friends that come in here and we discuss things that we love. Mainly, it's going to be like games or movies or wrestling, but maybe not wrestling because there's the other podcast coming, the secondary podcast. Oh. But we'll keep the lid on that one for yeah. now. Yeah. But uh, that that was the idea, and it just so happens to be serendipitous that the first episode of the Franchise and Friends podcast, which I predict, I thought that was thunder again. It was definitely somebody with a wheelie bin. Hundred <laughs> percent wheelie bin. <laughs> I predict if I can keep this up, I'll have at least ten subscribers by twenty seventeen. That's the target. Eh? That's the target. I, I don't dream big. I don't dream big. If I'm having fun, you know what I mean? Have fun. That's the important thing. And uh, 
now that's what we need I think I think we need light heartedness I think we need to acknowledge that we're in a bad position as a nation because obviously all the uh, the leave campaigners have got brilliant ideas of how we're going to become great again mm-hmm. obviously I didn't say the memo about like the diamond mines underneath Whitley Bay that we just haven't fucking dug into yet or all the oil we've got or all the rare minerals. I mean, just the grass is supposed to be greener on the other side. <laughs> They'd like to tell us where the grass is. <clears throat> that would be an idea. That would be an idea. It's like, you know, like, a, do you want a new car? Yes, I want a new car. Well, give us your keys to your old car. Okay, and I'll give you the keys to a new car. Oh, what car am I getting? Oh, you've got to wait. <laughs> I can't tell you that. No, no, I'm going to give you the keys and you get what you get. But I promise it's going to be good. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, something about me tells you I shouldn't give you these keys, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> Take my keys. Give me my car. It's a fucking wheelie bin somewhere. <laughs> dragging along out there. Stick a motor on it, it'll go like the hell. Yeah. So, stick with us, won't you, my friends? We're all in this mess together. Um, if you were a Leaf campaigner... You're not going to like this very much. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. Come on. Well done. You pull together for whatever reasons you had, and you've managed... To fuck a nation? No, no. You managed Take the high ground. to do it. You managed to do it. You managed to uh, pull us out of the EU. So well done. And I hope, in my heart of hearts, that this is that yeah. I'm going to look back at this decision in a couple of years and think. Eat, eat a hat. I will eat my hat. I will bow to these people and I'll say, at a time when I thought I was right, I obviously wasn't. And for that, I apologise. However, in three years, if I'm unemployed and this whole country's in fucking shit, because now Scotland and Ireland are fucking off, by the way, they both want out, uh, <coughs> then got some fucking explaining to do. Uh, bring back hanging? <laughs> wow. I don't know. We've left Europe and we're already bringing back incredible punishments. <laughs> well, we made the rules now. We made the rules now. <laughs> Naked Fridays, people. Naked Fridays. We might have to. We've got no clothes put on the back. Uh huh. Sweatshops. <coughs> Sweatshops. That's what we're gonna do. Sweatshop. All well, we that's can what do. We'll be working in as soon as this uh-huh. sort this out. All we can do now <sighs> is uh, reopen the coal mines. Let's reopen the coal mines in this, the day and age of renewable energy, solar energy, clean energy, electric vehicles. Ah, fuck it, let's just exhaust the planet of all fossil fuels. I don't mean to be rude, but it would affect me, but you you and I would not last one minute down a coal mine. Either, I mean, I might look like I wouldn't last in a coal mine, but uh, I'm tough. <laughs> I am tough. Let me assure you of that. I, uh... I mean, I don't like getting dirty all that much. No. Uh, but if I had enough hand gel, or maybe I'd just be like the man who works the lift. <laughs> I could be like, you know, the bellboy. I could get a nice one of them weird hats. You're going down, lads. Nice. <laughs> don't touch me. You look filthy. Uh, going down. <laughs> I think I'd just end up being the, you know, the canary in the cage. That's <laughs> ah, safe, lads. Go on. I haven't smelled anything for quite some time. Burned out my nostrils. But Johnny? This canary's dead. <laughs> no, let's uh, let's put that to rest now, so Well done. Well done, Leaf Campaigners. You got what you wanted. We'll uh, I'm I'm 
I'm aware that the noise of that chair is going to be horrific to breathe <laughs> the whole time. The whole Don't time. move. Don't you move. Nobody breathe. Let's uh, let's put all this mess behind us. Let's try and just build a better future, however we can. We're all fucked together, so fuck it. Let's be zen about this. Let's be zen about this. This is happening now. This is happening. No, I'm haven't. sorry, I'm going to have to shuffle. <laughs> Are you comfortable? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you comfortable? So, that being said, welcome, Johnny, to the first episode of Franchise. Thank you very much for having me. It's an honour and a privilege. Uh, it's nice to see you. It is nice to see you. I would often mourn that you don't live in Sunland anymore and try and drag you back here. And more because it's selfish reasons. Because <laughs> every time I want to record one of these podcasts... I mean, I've only really got three friends who would <laughs> who would be willing to do this. All the rest of them are just like, I don't even know you, man. <laughs> Why do you keep talking to me? I'm going to sit down on camera with you. <laughs> uh, that'll be 99 pence. And no, I don't know you and I won't be on your podcast. Your card's been declined. <laughs> Again, sir. This isn't a real card. <laughs> You've made this yourself. This Justice League of American card. <laughs> Power Rangers fan here. club holds no monetary value here, sir. But uh, so, Johnny, last week was supposed to be the first episode of Franchise and Friends. It was, and it was supposed to be hot topic E3 2016. Right on the end of E3, everybody on the internet was talking about it. I thought it would be the perfect time to chip in. I did by myself. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? I did. Did you watch it? I did. Did you watch it? I did. Lie to me one more time, <laughs> motherfucker. Did, did you watch it? Alright then, we'll see you watched it. So, for the for the sake of this episode, you will see you watched it. Did, uh, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? I did a top five, and I'd be interested to hear your top five. Knowing what I know, no, no. that you are a shell of your former self. We used to have E3 parties, Johnny. Mm-hmm. We used to watch them fucking conferences and eat pizza and be happy. And look out to a brighter future of games. I know, I know, and I'm going to use one of your own excuses here, but life got in the way. That's trademarked. <laughs> Can't have that one. That's all me. That's all me. So I know what I know. Right. I know what I saw. I, know what I, saw. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing. So Johnny gonna... Tight Lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> this is the kind of podcast it's going to be, I see. <laughs> but I can only, only comment on what I saw and what I've read about, so... Titanfall on PS4, being a PS4 exclusive boy myself. Ah, you don't have the Xbox One. I do not. You ditched Xbox. Ditched it. So Titanfall goes to PS4. Titanfall 2, by the way, somebody doesn't want that game to succeed. Why in the fuck do you drop Titanfall 2 within a month of Battlefield 1? Why do you do that? I get them out to PS4. PS4 outperforms Xbox One on the sales by a long shot. So you want to broaden your market, you want to get the money, and that money is on PS4. That's where the money is. Xbox still sells well. Let's not take anything away from Xbox. It's still selling well, just not as well as the the PS4. So I get the the thought behind it of fucking let's put it out of pasture. Let's not sort of restrict the potential earnings on Xbox One so now you're going on 
two platforms and PC <clears throat> when Norfolk was going to buy it? No. I would buy it. <clears throat> Are you going to buy Battlefield 1? You, you know what will happen. I'll, I'll buy neither of them and disappear for another six months. Am I going to bully you into buying Battlefield 1? That's the question here. I'm buying Battlefield 1. Gotta buy Battlefield 1. It looks fucking incredible. So, Titanfall 2 PS4. What's your next one? What's your next one on your top five? Last Guardian. What? The franchise and friends of the gaming world. (laughs) The Last Guardian. You know me, I'm always going to pick something that's, you know, the. Bird Dog. Fucking Bird Dog. Some of the footage I've seen of that coming out of E3. Um. I'm sure the game will sell reasonably well because it's got years of hype behind it. Yeah, but it's not its not meant to be on this generation, is it? It's nah. Nah, it should have been a PS3 back. game. So, I appreciate that, that point. And but I don't know if anybody knows this. I don't know if anybody's tipped off the fucking game designers that they may have upscaled the full game to look good on a PS4. They kind of forgot to do the protagonist. <laughs> that, sh- that little kid... Is straight up fucking PS2 graphics. <laughs> Just go out and bounce <laughs> on sticks. <laughs> it looks terrible. It does not fit with the rest of the game. I don't know if that's supposed to be part of the charm of the game. I can see it selling on morbid curiosity. And that's why I'm interested. For me, Shadow of the Colossus was the pinnacle. It's a phenomenal game, and I'm interested to see where they go afterwards. Uh, so. I go. I'm going to go against. Popular opinion here. I did not get into Ico at all, uh, and I did retry to get an Ico when the HD collection dropped of Ico and Shadow of the Colossus, but again couldn't get into it. Shadow of the Colossus I played the shit out of on PS2, and again when they dropped the HD remaster. But I am not. I'm gonna go on a limb. This is me who buys every game ever twice. Possibly twice, possibly. possibly twice. Plays them for an hour, puts them on the shelf. It's what I do. Yep. I'm happy. I'm happy. I am not buying that game. I'm not doing it. The Last Guardian lost me. I'm we'll off. see in a few months when it, when it comes out, and we'll see what happens. I'm I'm off. I'm cold on it. I'm ice cold on it. I've seen you be cold on games before. <laughs> I've seen you be called on games before. And then the next thing is, Johnny, <laughs> you got Last Guardian yet? <laughs> or if I've just bought a game and then I'm just on the store. So Johnny's fancy buying uh, Resident Evil. <laughs> just like just like the Division? Have you got the Division yet? No. Why? <laughs> Why don't you have the Division? Three links to three different prices. You can buy it from anyone of these stores, what you do. Just hurry up and buy it. Why don't you? Why? It's in the shops. It's a game and it's out. You can buy it. So you got Timefall Two, Last Guardian. What's number three? Final Fantasy Fifteen. Really? Again? Really? Curiosity. Final Fantasy Seven. That's where my curiosity starts and ends in the Final Fantasy universe now. I used to be a massive Final Fantasy fanboy. Massive. But my uh, literally my love with Final Fantasy stops at a Final Fantasy 7 remake. 15 looked... 1. I'm happy they've redone the combat system mm-hmm. and it's more 
in the crisis core vein of things the the sort of free flow moving combat as opposed to the turn based it's still sort of turn based I suppose I played the demo the um they did like the dream sequence demo uh, yeah. I played that I didn't get it I just didn't get it it's Kingdom Heartsy though that's the thing very it's Kingdom Heartsy but I like Hearts aye <laughs> But uh, the best the best quote I've heard about this game was Colin Moriarty from uh, PS I Love You XOXO, another amazing podcast to listen to. He, he, this quote fucking unbelievable. He doesn't fancy playing Final Fantasy Fifteen because he doesn't want to play as a boy band. Because that's exactly what they fucking look enough. like a boy band. She's like, join Nick Carter and those other guys <laughs> on an adventure through a magical world. They're reforming to it. <laughs> the scale far outweighs. Punching above their weight. I saw the demo from A3 where they fought that Titan thing. What a terrible demo. What a terrible demo. If you want to show me Final Fantasy XV, show, show me anything other than just a man rolling under a giant arm for ten minutes. <laughs> But you did not sell that game to me, sir. You can tell I'm just here as devil advocate as always, just picking the... As <laughs> always, the as fruit, always. Fruit, fruit, fruit Final, Fantasy, nah, Final Fantasy is dead to me after 7. Again, we'll see what happens when it's come really And I've dead. still got the original 7 on my Vita. Who hasn't? And I've still got the original 7 somewhere in here. Uh, there's the strategy guide right there for the original Final Fantasy 7. Followed word for word. A word for word. Like that, those pages have been read more than the entire pornographic collection of my formative years. They're not quite as sticky, <laughs> but they've definitely had more reading. So watch, uh, watch number two. What's your number two? No, 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 no. We've done mine. You watched the video, huh? Hmm. <laughs> what's your number two? Because let's face it, Johnny, you didn't fucking watch E3, did you? No. You sit here lying in my face. Well, you didn't lie in my face, you told us downstairs you didn't watch A3. What are the new snippets have you picked up from A3? How about that Kojima though? Oh, Death, de- um, Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. T- you, I've got no fucking clue. <laughs> Nobody's got any clue. He's a baby attached to you, he's some dead fish. Right. Here, here is the grimmest beach you have ever seen and a man having a baby a ghost slime baby while Norman Reedus while Norman Reedus a ghost slime baby uh, do you know what kills me Norman Reedus has got a better ass in that game than I will ever have <laughs> and I'm a real human <laughs> and I squat <laughs> I do squat and he's gonna have a, he's got a better ass than I will ever have. Unbelievable. And then five five random I, I, things. I do, I do hope you're not protect like you expecting that anytime soon, because you know it's going to be you know fucking five years in later when it comes out. He hasn't picked an engine. But, uh, he hasn't picked an engine. He came out and showed a trailer for a game that isn't in production yet. No. That can't start production because no. they haven't got an engine. No. They built a trailer out of one of two possible engines. And, and for MGS5, he made his own engine. Hi. <laughs> so, like, unreal. Unreal. But I'll be, I would be surprised if that game comes out before 2019, mm-hmm. for one. 
and if it's got fucking anything at all to do with that trailer with slime babies and Norman Reedus not one slime baby I think Norman Reedus will be there not one slime baby not one grim beach uh, I dare say it's going to be some sort of fucking <laughs> strategy card game because <laughs> like, that's they're popping up everywhere now Hearthstone Gwent Gwent fucking Gwent I've, I've never managed to get my head around Gwent no I haven't it didn't stop us buying the two Witcher <laughs> of expansions of course it didn't of course it didn't the two Witcher expansions both of which had actual real life Gwent decks in them so I've got two real Gwent decks so we could actually sit and play Gwent now we could play Gwent do you know how to play Gwent I don't know how to play no, Gwent who We'd knows really how to play Gwent quite a few people know how to play Gwent nah nah <laughs> don't buy it don't buy it sir. you buy everything <laughs> <laughs> okay okay Number one, Johnny Zinzo, I'll give you number two as Death Stranding. Number one. Number one, I'm not giving you any help. Silence makes for a really good podcast. <laughs> Just so you know, silence will kill it on the podcast charts. You've got nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> You've got nothing. What about Project Scorpio? What do you think about that? What, the next-gen um, VR experience from Xbox and Microsoft? Not even VR. Not even but VR. But no, they're saying that... that they, what did they, did they say? They said they wouldn't be focusing on VR until, uh, you know... Because they don't believe the, the, the hardware at the moment, the Xbox One hardware, can give a good enough gaming experience. With VR? With VR. So they say they need a more powerful console to come out and do this. Yeah. So fair enough, they're going to say, say please wait... A few more years until the most powerful, um, a pow- more powerful console comes out. The can, most powerful console ever. Yeah, okay. That can use um, a VR headset. Are they designing their own VR headset? Oculus Rift. Exactly. So they're going to use Oculus Rift, right? So here's my question: If you want to play high definition VR games with Oculus Rift, why are you waiting for the Xbox to come out and you the Scorpio project when you can just buy a high end gaming PC and play it now? I think. I think it's got something to do with the teraflops. Now, I don't rightly know what a teraflop is, but I do know that I want six of them. (laughs) And I do know that I'm willing to pay the ultimate price for six teraflops. And could you not just buy a PC that would give you so many teraflops that you can upgrade to six teraflops teraflops when you need need me? Can you upgrade a teraflop? I don't know, but... The old thing with consoles coming out is that that they are what they are until the next one comes out. Mm-hmm. And this is why I've never been a PC gamer because I cannot afford to keep upgrading my PC to get. Because when you, you when you know you can have better graphics with the hardware you've got, but you have to buy stuff. Which is another way of saying you're not a nerd. Well, I am. But you are. But you're not a PC it's in a gamer. Completely different world. I, I mean, you're a scientist. I'll give you that. And I still don't know what teraflop is. No. No, I wouldn't imagine a scientist would have a great knowledge of a teraflop. A chemical compound? Shh, not even that. A molecule? Uh, a chemical compound? It's Friday, mate, I don't want to talk about it. No, 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 no. So, but essentially... Then, no, but then going back, so then PlayStation are bringing out their PlayStation VR for, let's say, a mere fraction of the price... Well, it's 350 quid. Okay, so it... And I know this, because I've pre-ordered one. <laughs> and I don't have the money to pay for that. But so I didn't start as pre-ordering it. So, what, so 300, 
400 quid. 350 quid, 400 quid? 350 for the set. And yeah, how much, who's buying the set without buying at least two games? I know, but how much is Oculus Rift? I don't know, actually. Somewhere in the region of 250 to 300, I imagine. But you're talking about a grand's worth of hardware yeah. to play Oculus Rift. On a high-end PC? Yeah. Easily a grand's worth. <clears throat> yeah. So, then you've got the P- PlayStation VR coming out. Now, yeah. uh, granted, it might not be anywhere near what it's supposed to be, but if they want to get in the v- VR market early, yeah. And this is why I think, I think Xbox of Microsoft might have um, be uh, treading on their uh, icy ground at the moment. If they're going to wait, when people can just go and buy a PC and do it now. But, but, <laughs> Scorpio cannot cost more than five hundred quid in my eyes. They cannot sell that shit for more than five hundred quid. No, the console players are not paying <clears throat> more than five hundred, even for the fucking the best console on the planet with all its teraflops. Um, <coughs> there's those terra- I have to Google teraflops. Nobody, very... nobody is paying more than five hundred quid. Teraflops like a million gig or something like that. As far as a, well, not a million gig. That would be ridiculous. That's that's me making shit up. <laughs> but. Uh, in my eyes, Scorpio can't cost more than five hundred quid. It's coming out next Christmas, by the way, so it's not a, it's not a massive amount of time away. No, is it, yeah, for the same experience on a PC. You want a, a PC that can support Oculus, which is not cheap. No, not cheap. So let's say you buy all the components yourself and you build it yourself. If you can do that, including the price of the Oculus, for less than five hundred quid, you're stealing shit. You're hundred percent stealing things. You're not buying them. You can't do that. Which is why I think the Scorpio Scorpio is the logical choice to wait a year. The big I think the big problem people are gonna have with it is they don't buy into the whole no one left behind ethos of if you've got an Xbox One, like I have, or an Xbox Slim, <laughs> like I'm bound to have, or an Xbox Scorpio you can buy one game and play it on all platforms we've been told that in the past and then it's never been the case like wh- like when though I, I start to think is it too soon for another piece of hardware definitely so there's that thing the people who are going to buy Scorpio are going to be hardcore gamers like the people who buy gaming PCs to, with Oculus Rift right you have to get the the casual gamer on board at some point it's a lot of investment to it's a hell of a lot of investment for a casual gamer will, will it not exactly you know. when you can pick up when Scorpio drops you'll be able to pick up an Xbox One or an Xbox One Slim for 200 quid and we've we've seen the whole motion um, video gaming experience come and fizzle out and go and here comes the VR visual experience come out now it's another thing is this VR thing is it the future right is it the full immersion that gamers have been asking for or is it another toys to life you see I think it's somewhere in the middle you want I don't think you want complete VR you want augmented reality you want to be able to follow lens like be, yeah be playing a game and then you've got something that, that's that's around you as go because like then then you've got the best of both 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 worlds you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> What do you want 
as a gamer. See, as a gamer, uh, not a hardcore gamer. I'll, I'll grant you that. You, know? you used to be though. I I'll used give to you be. Your props. No. You used to be. So digging back into the old school, nice guy Johnny, fucking sitting up four o'clock in the morning playing Horde on Gears of War two with me on Xbox Live. That Johnny, what does he want? The world and everything in it, <laughs> as far as games are concerned. But nice guy Johnny now. Yeah. When life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sit down and play a game for a good few hours. You know when I'm, I log on. And we, I just not play the division because I haven't got it. Yeah. No. Nope. Still. But to be fair, nobody plays the division it's, anymore. Uh, so I don't have enough time online to play a game. Get into it. By the time I would, the, the crowd's moved on. Mm-hmm. So he's me lonely around, running around on Battlefront, trying to <laughs> get my levels up. Um, same happened on Destiny. I was just too like didn't play enough to keep with the crowd. Yeah. And when you can't keep with the crowd, your online gaming experience is You're just gone. pitiful. You're gone. You do need that. I think it helps to have that group that you play with. Back in the day of like Halo 2, I'd take great pleasure in logging on by myself and I'd be excited about the lobby. <laughs> I'd be excited about the shit talk and I'd be excited about the fucking jokes and just the general camaraderie that came with online game back then. Now, I think online gaming is a very toxic community as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think people prefer... I mean, I can't speak for people. I am not the voice of the people. You are the voice of the people. I like to be the voice of the people. <laughs> as the voice of the people, <laughs> I'm going to say more people nowadays will log on and have an online experience, preferably with one group of friends, yes. as opposed to just getting out there even when you get out there into the wider world the online community you want to do so with that group of friends because like Destiny is such a lonely game if you can't play with, if, if your friends aren't with, with you yeah. at the right level but I've never known a game really be like, oh you're with your friends oh they're going to do this sorry you're not good enough <laughs> bye <laughs> ostracised yeah. completely you let life get in the way didn't you you bum <laughs> no I, I, I know what you mean I know what you mean me, for, for me, VR, 100% pre-ordered that VR, PlayStation VR, based on one bit of feedback I heard, and it was about Batman Arkham VR. I have essentially fucking committed to £350 for an hour experience in VR. Not even Resident Evil 7? Re- we will get on to Resident Evil 7, by <laughs> the way. We'll come back to that. But... Uh, up to now, 350 quid for one VR experience, which is Batman. Because the word on the streets in the gaming world is that devs build VR games from the ground up to be VR games. Mm-hmm. So Resident Evil 7 is a game playable with the pad on the TV and as a VR experience. Because you've got the both of them, I don't rightly know... W- if VR's going to suffer for that. The game on the telly is not going to suffer. No, but it's the whole, no, better with Connect. Really better ah, with Connect. A moment for Connect. A moment silence for Connect. My God. <laughs> Fucking hell. It was so better with Connect, they even made the console smaller. I forgot about it. Just didn't even mention it. Not a mention. So, what that's promise? a big worry with VR as well. Is it going to be just too much for the, the casual gamer? Mm-hmm. 
I'm interested, right? PlayStation VR. Now this is going to sound perverse. And I assure you, it's coming from a fully perverted place. Virtual reality porn. Now that's that's on my radar. That is on my radar. As an experience. <laughs> <laughs> but an experience. No, I mean, how we're, we're both adults in this room. <laughs> really? Least, really? Are we? At least 50% of us in this room are adults. That's all I'm saying. Adolescents, more like it. But the, again, it's morbid curiosity. Morbid curiosity has got me thinking, fucking hell, virtual reality porn. Which, and it's not for a perverted reason, right? Not for a perverted reason. The reasons I'm seeing here are. Put yourself in this position, right? Don't say that when you're talking about virtual reality. <laughs> Put yourself in this position. Bend over. <laughs> I want one leg behind your head. <laughs> Put this mask on. <laughs> Safety word is banana. <laughs> no, no, right. Put yourself in this predicament, right? If you will. So, you are a 45-year-old man. Okay. Okay. You work what could be described as a dead-end job. Okay. You earn enough money to pay the bills and a little bit to get by. Right. Right. UK left the EU and it went to shit. Right? Total shit. Okay. So, it's a grim place to live. The UK is a grim place to live. You have no opportunities to get out. Right? You've married out of convenience. Okay? You come home. You might not be the best-looking guy. Okay? I think you, by the way, are a handsome devil. <laughs> But for the purpose this of guy, this scenario, this scenario, this guy is not the best looking guy. Male patent balding, overweight. His knees blow out, so he can't go to the gym and lose weight. He's destined to be unattractive. Okay, right. He's depressed. <laughs> really, straight up really? depressed. <laughs> he goes home, and it's a wet, windy, stormy night, and he hasn't got a car. So he's walked home with this wind and rain just blowing in his face. Right? He's at the bottom of the barrel, Johnny. <laughs> There's nowhere for this guy to go. This is it. This is it for him. <laughs> he goes home, he opens the door, and his fucking wife <laughs> is sitting there, smoking in the living room. The house stinks. It's a mess. She doesn't work. Right? House is a mess. And he looks at her and he's like, fuck, what's for tea? And then she's like, ah. Pecking chips. <laughs> He's having pecking chips for his tea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking EastEnders, for some reason, is still on. <laughs> it's still running. And it's on the telly. It's gone to two episodes a night. That's the sort of situation <laughs> we're in here. <laughs> EastEnders is on twice a night. This guy goes home from a dead-end job. Wind blowing in his face. He's fucking... Convenience wife who hates them, by the way, hates them. They don't sleep in the same bed, right? They've got separate rooms. Sometimes he sleeps on the couch because it's actually more comfortable than the spare room. So this guy sitting there, he's watching the second episode of EastEnders. She's fell asleep on the couch, snoring, greasy hair, a mess. Looks over at her, looks back at EastEnders. Look at what his life is. Look at what her life's become. But, but. This guy has put some money away, squirrelled some money away, he's managed to buy a PlayStation VR headset. Or another headset. At that time, I'd imagine it'd be a lot cheaper. 
<laughs> so she's fell asleep, so he's like, what if I just pop this little headset on here and let's uh, put some of this virtual reality porn in? And then all of a sudden, he is in another world. He is in Beverly Hills, if that's still a cool place. I don't rightly know. But for the sake of this argument again, Beverly Hills is the shit. Right. So he's in Beverly Hills. He's on a deck chair at his pool. Right. Sun's cracking the pavements. There's music playing in the background. Nice music. Music that he used to like. Right, back in the day. The boy's wife stopped him listening to music. Because <laughs> it was racket. So he's sitting there. He's on his deck chair. He's looking at the pool. The pool's beautiful. And then this banging chick walks in. Absolute fucking world beater of a woman walks in. She's beautiful. Top to toe. I don't know what she's there. She might be beautiful inside. Probably not. Beautiful people. <laughs> it tends to be one or the other. Okay. So, he walks, she walks in, in slow motion, in a bikini, drops us wrong, climbs on. Oh, hello. Hello. He's looking down. He looks down, by the way, and this fat body with a blowout knees, gone. He has got abs for days. He's got muscles. He's got the body. He knows he means something. He's looking about. He's in his house. He's got money. He's got that disposable cash. He's got the trophy wife. And then she's whispering sweet nothings in your ear telling you how amazing you are and telling you how much she loves you. And then telling you she wants you. And then you are in virtual reality porn. And this woman rides the shit out of you. Right there on that deck chair by the pool. What an escape. Now that I know why you put the pre-order down. <laughs> <laughs> that is not why I pre-ordered. Can I just say I'm very happy with my girlfriend. <laughs> She's an attractive woman. She's a handsome woman. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember the start of this conversation. I just, I remember getting so deep in this fucking scenario. I don't even know what the fucking point of it was anymore. Virtual reality porn. Virtual reality porn. It could, it could be a game changer for some. Oh, they'll make money out of it, no, no doubt. You know what I mean? I mean you're in the world. <laughs> when people like you are around, <laughs> there's money to be made. I don't even know why we're worried about the UK economy. <laughs> Franchises here. <laughs> what? That bad. needs buying. <laughs> Buy ten of them. <laughs> How many tariff lobsters I got? I'll take ten. <laughs> Like so. Anyway, I bought the PlayStation VR. That whole pawn thing. I don't even. It's the book. Is that is that ultimately what it'll end up for? You know, they'll bring it out for gaming. It'll have its day in the sun, and then then it's back to normal gaming and PlayStation VR for VR pawn. Because that actually that is a, that is a quite a realistic scenario. You've got to think <coughs> VR now in its very early infancy. Right, not many actual games. There's a lot of experiences, but not a lot of games. You need to nail the balance of either having free movement on one of these fucking insane treadmill things that I've got, like the omnidirectional treadmills. Who's who's got room in the living room for it's, one of them? It's, it's, it, I, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. I think it's going to end up being like a game of nightmare. Nobody... <laughs> Very old <laughs> reference TV show, by the way. <laughs> Take two steps to your left. <laughs> and that's the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Three 
Three steps forward, and you fell down the stairs. <laughs> he died uh, happy. Know, it's... <laughs> I really, I really... <laughs> His last words were, I leave everything to the cat. <laughs> I just don't know. It's. I just remember being the whole, again, back to the Connect, the whole Star Wars game, when you could be a controller lightsaber. Everyone was I reviewed like, that. Awesome. When I used to review games, I reviewed that. That's then, on my YouTube channel. Like the YouTube.com slash the franchise. What? Shameless plug. And the execution of that was just... Poor. Dire, when you look back at it. it Apart from the pod racer game was semi-okay, and that one where you could be the Rancor, mm-hmm. which reminded us a lot of, uh, like, you know, Rampage, Rampage World Tour. Reminded us a lot of that. Reminded, at the time, I thought, there is literally no reason why there shouldn't be another Rampage game. Connect Rampage and that would have been fun for prr, half an hour <laughs> but £40 for half an hour worth of fun <laughs> you try getting half an hour of fun for £40 anywhere else my friend <laughs> not that I've tried <laughs> so Resident Evil 7 Johnny you mentioned it briefly back to its roots back to its roots back to them horror roots what's your thoughts what's your thoughts well they've obviously but didn't the guy come out and say that Director, say so we, we listened to the, listened to the feedback from Resident Evil Six and realised that we'd um, fucked up. Yeah, for lack of a better phrase. And five. Well, yeah, but no, they, they knew what they wanted to do with five. They knew it was they going to be, to be an action. It was an action game. Yeah. With six, they didn't, and it showed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you know, why does everyone like the Resident Evil games? Because, because of all Resident Evil fond <laughs> memories of Resident Evil One and Two. Yep. Yeah. By the way, 1, 2, and 3, and 4, were all very, very good games. Well, 4 was a game changer, because it was kind of... Yeah. The, they had to do something new, and it worked, but then they kind of took the easy path down the action. Yeah. So. 100%. I did enjoy playing 5. Well, man, you played the shit out of 5. I mean, co-op gameplay, brilliant. We but played a it, lot it, it, of 5. But it was like a fraction of what, you know, Resident Evil 4 was one of the longest games I've ever played, it seemed, like. Oh, this is the end. No, no, no. No, it isn't. You've got two more thirds of the game to go. Yeah. Fucking but Resident then five 4. was like, ah, it's the end. Huh. Resident Evil 4 Wii Edition was the fucking quintessential version of that game. The Wii Edition of Resident Evil 4. Uh, I believe I've still got it from one of the Wii games. That. You've still got it. You never get rid of anything. I never ever get rid of anything. Horder is genetically in us. I don't see it. No, it's hidden behind the uh, <laughs> BB-8, Beats headphones, Elgato game capture, and that Joker mask off the Batman, and an N64 pad. Yep. Yep. It's not a problem. <laughs> I can stop any time I want it. <laughs> try an intervention, why don't you? Just try it. No, uh, Resident Evil 7, I've played the teaser, the demo that they dropped. Haven't myself. Uh, it's the team who did PT. Did you play PT? Of course you didn't fucking play PT. Note to self, get better friends. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even play games, Charlie? Do you know what a PlayStation is? No, I, uh, I've got the demo downstairs. If you would care to sample it before you leave. I think I should. Because my life will not be worth living. <laughs> it's a phenomenal experience. Phenomenal experience. The team behind PT... The same idea as PT. It's essentially a teaser. It doesn't actually feature in the full Resident Evil 7 game. 
and there's nods to the 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 source material because you've got there's a there's a, a certain picture within the game and when you look at the picture there's a helicopter with the umbrella core like brand on it so umbrella's definitely involved uh, and it made me shit my pants <laughs> several times not only did I shit my pants I was streaming it at the time <laughs> so people saw shit my pants complete with <laughs> girly screams For uncontrollable girly screams I'd like to scream see. like a man <laughs> never note, never note. <laughs> Fine. That's, I thought you said never note. Never, never note. <laughs> well, you look at your Resident Evil. Never note. <laughs> Try to scare me, did you? Never, never note. Well, you said never in doubt. Is what you actually said. But uh, interesting to play that game VR. See how that pans out. How, how would it play? I, so effectively, just playing it. And watch. Yes, hi. You can con- full control your head to look about and pad in your hand, which I'd imagine in some will cause a degree of motion sickness. Mm-hmm. Some people are just not going to be able to handle that. Some people are not going to be able to handle seeing something that looks so fucking real, and then <coughs> when you move forward and your legs don't move, your brain's going to be like, "Oh my god." Do you- do you, do you remember the, all those pictures when the Wii came out and just pictures of like Wiimotes stuck, sticking out of plastic sticking TVs? Sticking tellies. <laughs> You're just going to see people just like... <laughs> there is a video of uh, one of the IGN crew mm-hmm. that like fell over in <laughs> VR because they leaned on a coffee table that wasn't there <laughs> and just went down. So I'd imagine there'll be a, an amount Christ. of injuries. If you take this back to VR porn, it's really going to cause some problems. Oh my god, imagine, imagine, go back, go back to the scenario. <laughs> She's on the couch asleep, she wakes up. <laughs> he's just lying there. What? You're fondling the, <laughs> the light stand in the corner of the room. <laughs> oh, he's just lying there, just covered in jizz. She's like, ah, <laughs> I've messed myself. <laughs> messed myself. But I'm still hard. She's beautiful. Because it's gonna be. <laughs> she loves me. <laughs> it's real she love. Helps. You can't give me real love. Well, she's lying there farting on the couch. So it, it all comes back to VR porn. Always, always comes back to VR porn. Sex sells, Johnny. That's just the fucking way of the world, and you can't talk about it without being branded some sort of pervert. But I'd like to be a fly on a wall and. Any bedroom in this fucking country, I tell you. People are far more perverted <laughs> than me who just sits there talking about <laughs> dreamt up scenarios. It was the detail. What, man? I'm a storyteller. It's what I do. A raconteur? Definitely a raconteur. A raconteur. That's why I hope this podcast will do something. If, if I commit to it. If I do more than one. Which I have to now. Because... <clears throat> I could potentially be unemployed <laughs> in the next couple of years and if things go the way I think they're going to go there's going to be no fucking jobs up here mm. so if I start now start building building the following and then before you know it global superstar dream big 10 followers dream big 10 followers but sorry, I'm sorry. one is greater than zero you as a scientist should understand that one is greater than zero I'd rather have one person listen to this podcast 
the nor people listen to this podcast. If one person listens to five minutes of this podcast, I hope it's the bit about the VR porn. <laughs> That's going to be in the highlights, I'm sure. More than anything. More than anything. Good to vote all out of that. I know you will. I know you will. I know you will. But Johnny, it's coming up to the hour now. Um, what I suggest we do is wrap this up. We're at 40 odd minutes. It's been it's been a good first episode. I'm not going to lie. I would have liked a bit more support. Uh, at least watch E3. We'd watch E3, I yeah. I mean, definitely watch E3. I did warn you before we were sitting down. That I put I, half, half a day holiday into watch E3. That's how involved I am. I put half a day on holiday so I could get the electrician to come round and fix me fuses. Now, that's not a euphemism, by the way. <laughs> Straight behind the VR pod. I've come to fix your fuses. Oh, hello, Mr. Electrician. <laughs> I hear one of your fuses needs changing. I've got my spanner. Open your fuse box. I think we've gone too far. Though. I think you went too far. But uh, we'll wrap it up. Thank you for joining us on the inaugural episode. Again, an order of pleasure, and I do want to do this again. 100%. 100%. I'll be doing it next week. You're not going to commit it next week. <laughs> I'll try it. You're 100% not going to commit it next week. I'll have to get one of my other friends in. Well, um, that, that's, if it's called Franchise and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friend. two friends. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to swap friends out, right? This week, you need to look like this. I need you to get a haircut, maybe grow a moustache, and develop an accent. And I will call you Fred. And then you can come I back. Really, it's Fred. the growing moustache thing, because this is Mo- November. Cat Weasel. 2013. <laughs> cat Weasel. Motherfucking Cat Weasel. But, uh, like I said, Johnny, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. And for my first podcast, first of many, I'm committed to this, even if I have to sit here and do this by myself. Uh, I couldn't have thought of a better person. Thank you. I mean, I could have thought of loads of better people, but they're all busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Again, thank you. Seriously, thank you for coming. And checks in the post, right? No. <laughs> no, no. What I need from you is I need a theme tune. Yes. The theme uh, tune, write the theme tune. Write a theme tune. I need a snappy, a snappy number. And you're a musical man. Like to think I am. I mean, wouldn't tell these people anything about you, other than the fact that you're my friend. It's your show. It is my show. <laughs> He's the friend, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> you're lucky you've got a name. <laughs> <laughs> so, friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I need you to do us a theme song. I need it to be snappy. I need it to be. So funky. A little bit of funk. Snappy. Funky, catchy. Snappy, funky, catchy, right, got you. Yeah. I need that. And you being a... And I need it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that your friendship hinges on this track. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just need the theme song, so if you go in, work on that. That would be... This is the pilot episode, so, you know, it's no, it's, fri- it's no frills at the moment. It's rough around the edges. We haven't even found a formula yet. All we did was sit and had a conversation about E3 that we would have had downstairs off mic we will learn as we grow in this but you're podcast wishing, you game know, we, didn't ha- we didn't have this conversation because I had nothing to talk about did you no, no you didn't 
What we should have done is recorded the first episode of that other podcast we're going to do. Oh, shit, son. I'm dropping it right now. I'm not going to give the name away because people are just fucking scared. <laughs> Before I know it, that'll be a Twitter fucking handle and we'll not be able to get it. But uh, we're going to do a wrestling podcast. Because we never grow up. Never, ever grow up. That was my main worry. Like this morning when I found out, I woke up and I said to the lady, I was like, oh, are we in? Are we out? And she just checked her phone and she was like, no, we left. And I just thought, well, what the fuck am I going to do when I grow up now? <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, we're going to do a wrestling podcast as well. I don't know if we're going to do that bi-weekly, monthly. I don't know. We're, we're still at I'm the still, drawing board. Yeah, still ironing out ironing the out details. Ironing out kinks on that one. But uh, so essentially, the 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 end goal here, which you are not privy to up until this point, is our own company called Nice Guy Productions, where we do a <laughs> load of different podcasts under the Nice Guy Productions banner, and you do all the work. Right. I mean, that, we're you, gonna have to have a discussion. I mean, you what? definitely just said right, <laughs> and it was recorded, <laughs> and that I believe is legally binding. So. Huh. That's all. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. No, thanks. Uh, no. If you managed to last this full podcast, thanks very much. Thank you. Uh, it's the first episode of many. I will commit Please to this. Please forgive us. Please forgive us. We will get better. I tell you what, by episode 10, I guarantee there's going to be a more natural flow. Uh, definitely less VR porn. And uh, maybe if you would do something outside of work that old nice guy Johnny used to do then hey <laughs> get a goddamn happy <laughs> everybody everybody wins I win and that's the important thing here that I win you win right okay that I win understand where you're coming from now uh, cards on the table this is all about me <laughs> <laughs> this has never been about anything this but me this needs to work this needs to work <laughs> I'm going to be unemployed very soon this needs to work. I don't think you understand the gravity of my situation. <laughs> so, Johnny, again, thank you for being a guest on episode one. It's been a blast. Thank now you. Now's about the time we'd kick in with the theme tune. You're going to go away and write for us. And uh, to everybody listening, thanks for joining us. And until next time, laters. Bye. No, no, no. We end on laters. That's <laughs> how it is on the franchise videos. <laughs> At youtube.com forward slash the franchise, twitter.com forward slash the franchise, facebook.com forward slash the franchise. It always ends in laters. So if you want to say bye first, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine. Well, you're just not going to say bye? No. Until next time, laters. <laughs>